Before we begin this episode, we would first of all like to thank all of our listeners for their endless support. We would also like to invite you to visit us on our website at www.preptgrind.com where you can gain access to all of our PrePT Grind platforms as well as your own PrePT Grind ebook, free ebook, titled The Top 10 Tips to Get into PT School. Our purpose with current and future content is to provide you with everything you need to be a stellar DPT school candidate. We look forward to serving you more and more. Enjoy the rest of this episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. This is where we help you decide, prepare, and transform into becoming not just the best DPT student, but the best physical therapist you can be. So on this live episode, this is a live episode. We're on Facebook Live. We have our very special guest from the Pre-PT Success Program, future Dr. Ariana Gomez. How are you doing? How's California out there? And how is the whole, you know, pre-PT application going for you so far? Cali's good. It's just trying to cool down a little bit from this, like, massive heat wave that we just had. But, I mean, applications are going pretty well. Um, I am reapplying, so a lot of the stuff has transferred over into my new application. So it's pretty easy so far. <laughs> I just got to, like, you know, get down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, it's and, – and you were telling me before before we went live that – even though like, you know, it's still in there, a lot of stuff carried over that, you know, there's still a lot to be done. But for those of you not in that situation where it's not carrying over, you know, you still got to put in your transcripts, you still got to put in all these tedious things, get that done as soon as possible. Because the longer you wait, the more it backs up. And I don't want you guys uh, to procrastinate on that stuff because it can, it can back up on you. And it's a, it's a nightmare to have to go through it all in one night. I don't want you guys doing an overnighter on all that stuff. So um, Ariana, with your story of, or before we go into your story, you know, your pre-PT journey, why, why even PT? Like why physical therapy? Like why, why did that profession even come about in your choices? Um, well, I think it's kind of like a similar story to what other people like want to do physical therapy. Like, I guess it's kind of leading up to my story a little bit, but I basically, you know, was an athlete in high school. I had multiple injuries and then like I saw a physical therapist or I, I at least saw like what was it about, about like exercise science and like, you know, how to rehab. And so like, just like the thirst of knowledge for that particular subject kind of like sparked my interest in physical therapy. You know, I got into San Diego State University and I did their uh, kinesiology program. And then I pretty much, yeah, since high school, I've been wanting to do physical therapy just because like, of the whole like wellness aspect and um yeah like i don't just like i'm fascinated by it i'm fascinated by like the anatomy and just um yeah so so now getting into your pre-pt you know your story your journey uh was it always easy for you uh was it a struggle what were things you struggled with or was it was it all a breeze kind of take us take us back a couple steps and and tell us about how how it all started um, it's definitely been a journey. Um, I took a gap year after graduating from uh, college. Technically, uh, not a gap year just because, like, I started applying that year. But then, you know, it takes about a year for applications to go through and, you know, see if you get an interview or anything. So the first time that I had applied, um, I kind of went in with uh, lower stats or 
not like competitive stats. My GPA was pretty average and um, my GRE score was like not the best. <laughs> so like I ended up just kind of like going into the application cycle, just kind of in this like hopeful state of like, oh, well, maybe I can get in with whatever I have. And so like that first year that I had applied, um, I didn't get in anywhere and I was kind of like upset, but I was like, okay, there's another year that I can try again. And so when I went into the second application cycle, I was a lot more confident. I felt like my application was uh, stronger because I had retaken some courses that I had C's on and, you know, retaken the GRE. And I improved slightly in the GRE, but uh, probably not as competitive as I needed to be. And I even had like two um, offers for interviews. Um, So like, you know, usually when you think of an interview, people are like, oh, like you're going to get in, like after like, getting this interview you're set in stone but like lo and behold I'm still here and like I feel like this second time around it was a lot stronger of a I guess of like like I just felt a lot like worse than like the first time that I had applied and so like it was just like more depressing more like like oh is this my calling like questioning whether like I should be doing physical therapy and yeah that pretty much led me to pre-PT grind and, you know, getting into that success program. So. So you talked a little bit about a gap year and, you know, we get a couple frequent questions about that from time to time, you know, kind of on a regular basis. So for you, what was, what was that gap year like? And well, first, would you suggest it? Uh, What was it like and what did you really do during that time off? Um, what I, I mean, it's been like two, two years already, <laughs> but um, what I can remember is that I know that I had like retaken another class. Um, I think I was retaking um, like a stats class over the summer. And so I was still like kind of like working on my application while I was like, um, had already applied uh, just because like, you know, I knew that I wasn't like the most competitive applicant and I wanted to make sure that if I didn't get in this year that year which I didn't that I would have already kind of like set myself for success for the following year and so um yeah I kind of like still worked on my application like doing the GRE and um even trying to see if I can get observation hours and I ended up landing a job as a uh, PT aide for a clinic near my home which is nice so yeah, just trying to stay as relevant as possible with the profession and, you know, look up like YouTube videos on other PTs or um, Instagram as well. So, yeah. So you, you just mentioned uh, a big thing that comes up a lot, the, the PT tech or the PT aid job. How did, how did that happen to you? Did you volunteer first? Uh, did you just Google things online? Did you have a connection? Because a lot of people want to know, oh, I think getting a PT tech job would you know, help me stand out. How, how do I do it? So for you, how did it work? Um, it wasn't through volunteering. I had like pretty much already a lot of observation hours and I actually inputted all of those observation hours into my resume. And so it's kind of like I said, had like my regular like work experience. And then underneath I put like observation hours with the hours that I had attained within um, that specific clinic. And I kind of descri- like the same thing that you would do in a regular resume, just described exactly what I did, what I saw. And, um, you know, 
with that resume, I went on like indeed.com and like I looked up places to see who was hiring. And like the first couple times around, it didn't work out, but you know, I just applied and then, you know, like a part of me was like, well, if I don't get the job, I'll be okay. But like, I knew that if I didn't get the job, then I would probably look for another way to get more volunteer hours in a, like a different setting. But luckily I ended up, you know, landing the job and now I don't have to like worry about money in that sense. <laughs> so, so besides money for those, you know, cause I, I've never had a PT tech job. I was never a PT aide. Uh, so this is kind of a question, you know, for me as well. Um, opposed to volunteering or the observation hours, how is, how is a tech job different? Or is it kind of the same or you're just getting paid for it? How's that tech job different from the normal observation hours or volunteering? It depends on the clinic. Um, I fortunately was or had volunteered in two different clinics that allowed me to be more hands-on where um, like I had like the PT aid and like the therapist like allow me to observe them through like their um, basically like I, I observed like the PT aid and then like they would have me like look through like a list of exercises that I could potentially teach a client or a patient and so they would allow me to jump in and do that. But then, like, you know, there's other locations, like, let's say you're work, uh, volunteering at a hospital where they have, like, stricter rules. Um, I was only able to observe the PT. I wasn't really able to, like, help at all. So it just, like, really depends on the clinic that you volunteer at. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. You heard it first from someone themselves who actually uh, went through that or is going through that experience. So. Uh, before you mentioned a little bit, well, a little bit earlier, you mentioned um, interviews and how, you know, uh, you had, I don't know if it was a difficult time that you said, or it was just a different experience the uh, first or second time, but what was the, what was that interview experience like uh, when you did get those interviews uh, last cycle? So um, luckily, like the interviews were around the same area. So like, I was able to schedule my interviews back to back. So the first interview that I went to, I was definitely like super nervous. I like blanked out and like, I feel like that has to do a lot with why I didn't get accepted. Um, just because like, I wasn't really prepared. Like I did do research online with like questions that they potentially might ask and I wrote things down, but I don't think I prepared enough with actually talking in front of somebody and explaining myself in that way. Like, um, I just kind of would look over my notes instead of like, um, like maybe even record myself to see how I really like pronounce words and, you know, my, how I'm like taking care of myself. Um, but yeah, like the first time that I went into the interview, I was just like really nervous. And then like the second time I was like a little bit more prepared just because I had just gone through that, that first initial interview and I felt a little bit more relaxed and laid back and was able to answer their questions more clearly. So from you having those two different experiences, what, what kind of interview advice would you give other pre-PTs? You know, um, would it be like, you know, just be yourself or is it like, no, you got to rehearse this. You got to do uh, practice in the mirror 10 times a day uh, from those two experiences from the bad one. And, and the one that went, you know, uh, a little bit better for you, what would you tell them to have a successful interview? Well, there definitely has to be like a balance between the two. Like, like 
of course you want to be yourself because you want the school to be able to see exactly who you are and like what you have to offer for the school. But at the same time, you definitely have to prepare yourself because you don't want to go in there, like have them throw you a question that you didn't really expect. And then you're not going to know how to answer it. So like you have to do a little bit of both. And like, that's why the practice comes in handy where you're able to like, even have somebody that you can sit down and have this practice interview with that will like, give you like feedback and exactly what you're saying and you know it, it's, it helps out like so much more gotcha so moving moving in you know a little bit different direction um how did you come across you know this thing called pre-pt grind how did you even find this in the first place um i think i was just kind of doing a little bit of research on facebook um I had found or I, I was pretty much just trying to find like physical therapists, like the people that I had follow on YouTube or on Instagram that, um, you know, have a passion for the profession. And I ended up like coming across uh, Greg Todd and his like mentorship, like Facebook page and like SSPT. And I think through there, like, you know, they kind of like give you a little bit of information about like pre-PT grind. And I was like, oh, they have a page for pre-PTs. That's awesome. So I wanted to I went ahead and joined and then I actually like wasn't really active on that page because like like I said like I thought that the second time that I had been applying um I knew what I was doing you know so like I wasn't really so active but then like when I did get that second rejection like that second time around I was like okay like like these people know, seem to know what they're doing. Like, let me go ahead and reach out to them. And that's when I ended up po posting something on Facebook and I had like Joseph reach out to me and then now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so what, so you kind of explained it there. Is there anything else that was kind of a tipping point for you um, as far as getting, now talking about our pre-PT success program. Um, okay, we have pre-PT grind, we have, you know, all our social media, we do this on Facebook, we have the pre-dot group, we have our podcast. Um, what was the tipping point for you where you wanted, you know, more than just the surface stuff that we offered? Um, so, like, I think I was more so looking for a community to relate to. Um, you know, sometimes, like, especially if you've been out of school for quite some time, like, you don't really have those people around you that are like interested in the same type of passion or goals that you have. And so I was like really just like desperate to find people that like thought like me. And so like when I had spoken with Joseph and he told me like everything that the pre-PT grind success program had to offer, I was like, okay, like, you know, this is not only going to like help me figure out like what I'm lacking in my application, but it's going to give me that community that I need in order to push me and like, like, feel more confident about myself because like, you know, when you see receive a rejection letter, like, and it, it like really like lowers your self esteem. And like, yeah, I just now that I have like the success program, I just feel like that much more confident in my application this upcoming cycle. Now, if I were a pre PT listening to this, I'd be like, well, I can just find my own community myself, I can find my own little group of friends, I can, you know, find find it in person at my local community. You were talking about community a lot. Is, is there a difference between what you've experienced in that program as opposed to uh, the bigger group that we have, the pre-dot group versus, you know, anything else you can make on your own? From your experience, what has 
what has delineated the, the differences between the pre-PT success program community from others? Um, I think it really has to do with like accountability. So like we have like our own separate like community or like little groups that we set aside within the success program and like having those people around, like we definitely like keep each other on check onto like, you know, where are we at with our GRE or are we at with our application, you know, and it's just like whenever we're having those like low points, like we can just reach out to them and like a click of a button and like they'll respond right away. And so and also like having you guys as mentors, too, is definitely like helpful because you guys have already been through it and you guys are already physical therapists that like know what you're doing. So like having the opportunity to talk to you guys one-on-one about like where we're at on our application and give us that motivation. That's like, I feel like exactly what I needed and what other people might need as well. And, and I know what you're talking about. Cause some of your, some of your small group is on here. Like Nate, I think Ben was on if he's still on, uh, but like that's the West Coast group. And I see you guys posting in our <laughs> private group all the time. You guys have like GRE study groups and this going on, filling out the applications together. Like you guys, you guys are on a different level. So you guys are taking that small group community thing to, to a place we didn't even, you know, have in mind. So kudos to you guys, Nate, Ben, uh, uh, Felicia, everybody else there. You guys are absolutely uh, destroying it. You going up against anybody else in, in an interview or a, a campus visit, it's, it's game over. And we were just talking about a, a campus visit that you might be going on soon. So it's, it's uh it's game over. I can't I can't wait to look back on this video like, you know, five years from now, even two years, ten years from now, be like, man, you know, she has her own business now. She's, you know, the chief medical officer of Blank Blank Hospital. I remember back in 2018, she was worried about just getting into PT school. She was worried about this. And, and now look like look where she is now. So the pre-PTs, I guess five years from now, like looking back on history in this video, it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be incredible. So this, this is for you, this podcast is for you and everybody else uh, listening. And on that point, a good point to, to remember if you got, cause we get a lot of questions sometimes, um, like, should I start this? Should I write a blog here? Um, should I do, you know, a live video with this? What, I'm, I'm scared to do it. You, ha- you gotta remember that you're not just doing it for yourself. But, you know, future grandkids are going to, you know, listen to it and watch it. Uh, your, your physical therapy schools might come across it when they're scrolling. Uh, they might do, you know, a little stalking of you on Facebook. If they see stuff like this, it's, it's not just going to make yourself stand out as a, as a pre-PT applicant, but just as a person as a whole. So it's not, it's not only for you, but it's for the people who you're going to influence. And since you're going to influence patients, why not just start here? So you guys are doing an amazing thing with your blog the other day, um, with with you being on live now. It's just just you know the sky's the limit for you. So um, next question would be for st- staying on that topic of the pre PT uh, success program. Let's do a little then versus now thing. Before you before you joined and took that leap, how was your confidence level um, as opposed to now? Like how did how did you feel? before you took that leap and joined, as opposed to now being through the program and being a couple weeks even out, finished from the course? Yeah, I felt definitely like so confused as to like what I really needed to do. 
Um, my confidence was pretty low um, just because I had those like rejections and, you know, I knew that my interviews weren't the best and, you know, um, yeah, now, now that I'm in like the pre-PT success program, like my confidence just like shot up like you guys are just like hype men (laughs) you guys like help out so much with like like you know just giving us confidence not just on our application but like with other like aspirations that we might have for like ourselves in the future with like physical therapy so yeah now I just feel like I can do anything and thank you guys (laughs) (laughs) now now um next question would be for those on the edge, you know, for pre-PTs, you know, how you were a couple months ago or, or more than that, um, what would you tell them if they're like, what? I never heard of this thing before. What even is this? Oh, I've heard, you know, I've heard them doing this different seasons before. But I just never, you know, I've never taken that leap or I didn't think I needed it. I, I can do it by myself. Like if they're on the edge, what, what would you tell them since that was pretty much you uh, not too long ago? Um. I would tell them like if they just have like any sense of doubt or like they have if they're just like questioning like themselves on whether they're going to get into like PT school or not like I just think that it's like important to invest in yourself and or really think about like exactly like like what are you doing like in order to make yourself a better applicant and so like with the like the pre-PT success program you're like able to learn from you guys through like the online courses and you know you guys offer so much more information that you might not have like actually knew before that so yeah I just say like go ahead and do it sign up because like I just I feel like looking back like I don't regret my decision at all so so uh, this one or the 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 main two last questions that we always ask I'll get to those in a second but looking if you can look forward you know five ten years from now like what are what are your goals because oftentimes you know in this application especially this time of year we're kind of so narrow-minded we're like okay I need how do I exactly put in my observation hours what button do I click to get my 1.5 you know credit from that class we kind of lose sight of, of what's coming down the line or what happens after PT school or what PT school is even gonna be like so for you uh, if you can look down the road before you got into all this application tedious stuff, what were your dreams? Like, what did you see yourself doing as a physical therapist? What's keeping you going? Um, I just kind of like see myself in like a like in a state where I'm like su- successful as a PT. Like, I honestly don't really see myself working for anybody. Um, I probably want to start up my own practice and. Um, I kind of like see myself even like opening up like a gym that has like other professions in there as well as PT and just kind of, um, yeah, having like, I don't know. I just wanted some security. I wanted to be able to have like more than one, one thing like as like a passive income. (laughs) And so like, I, I don't know. I just feel like, like, People going into physical therapy school sometimes just think that, like, oh, I just want to be a clinician and that's it. But, like, there's definitely more to being a physical therapist than just being a clinician. Like, you can do so much with that one single degree. Like, you don't know how impactful it is. Like, like you can be, like, um, a consultant on online or you can just, like, work in, a, in research or um, 
be a teacher. Like there's just so many different things. And I think that's like the number one thing that I love about the profession is the fact that like, I don't think you're ever going to get bored with it. Like you're always going to be able to find yourself um, like just like moving forward with it and like finding something that you really love, regardless if like you're not happy in the state that you're in. So, yeah. So we, we just talked about looking forward. Now, if you can look back, whether it's two years ago, uh, five years ago, whatever it is for you, what would you tell the younger version, you know, of yourself? You know, Ariane, two years ago, uh, six months ago, uh, when you were in a different state of mind, um, is there anything you would tell her? Because she might, she might be watching right now or listening on a podcast. She, she might be out there in the same situation uh, that, you, that you were basically in not too long ago. So if you had to say anything or things to the younger version of yourself, what, what do you think that would be? Um, if I can go back in time, I would definitely just like tell myself to calm down, <laughs> to not like worry so much about like whether I'm going to get into PT school or not, because like if, if that is like what I'm determined to do, then like I'm only stopping myself by thinking that negatively. So yeah, I would definitely just tell myself to just keep working at it and that like eventually you're going to get in if this is what your true calling is. So there's a lot of there's a lot of resources for pre PTs. There's blogs, there's YouTube videos, there's a lot of things out there that people can use. Um, but at the same time, you've gone through you've probably gone through everything. Then you found us. Is there a difference between what you've seen in the pre PT success program as opposed to you know YouTube videos, websites, uh, and other resources out there? Um, yes, there definitely is. Because I mean, I don't know if you guys go on like forums or you look up people's like stats and see like how you compare to them like please don't do that <laughs> because that's just only gonna like bring yourself down even more and like make you more depressed but like with like the pre-pt success program like like I said like you have that community to bring like positivity like it's not just about like the application it's about like working on your personal development and like like just having these people around like allow you to have this positive mindset versus like Versus just believing that, like, you know, you're not you're not going to get in. Like, I feel like just looking at these other sources, like, might just bring doubt to your mind and, like, not really be helpful in that sense. So last question, last question for me is if you had your own school, you know, you got accepted already, uh, you graduated, you know, you're on top of the world, but you wanted to open your own school. What would your ideal applicant look like? What would your ideal pre-PT student look like applying to your school? Who would you accept? Would it be the best GPA out there? Would they have a variety of observation hours? Uh, would they have, you know, banging letters of recommendation, 10 letters of recommendation? For you, accepting students to your school, what would your criteria be? Um, I mean, GPA does matter uh, just because, like, you know, if you're thinking about, like, school, like, um, you want it to be like a well-rounded individual. And so, um, yeah, just GPA does matter, but not like to an extent where you need to have like this super high GPA. Um, probably I would put emphasis on like observation hours, um, like looking through different settings, because what I would really want for my, this applicant to do is to see exactly if they want to be a physical therapist, like see if they are really familiar with what the profession does and what they and if they really have like this niche that they're going after 
And like, I think like personal statements would really help as well as like letter recommendations, because then you're actually able to see like what the, in, this individual is about and see like where their drive and their passion is. So probably those top things would be like, yeah, observation hours, letters of rec and personal statement. That's it, y'all. That's it. So if you want to know why, you know, Ariana is now an all-star pre-PT and getting accepted this year and she's going to dominate the physical therapy career, then you probably want to sign up for this webinar on Sunday, July 15th, noon Eastern time. If you can't make it, you can get a replay if you do sign up. So don't worry, but you need to save your seat. You have to save your seat Have to sign up on the link below. There's plenty of links below. If you can't find it, if it's not working, uh, email us, preptgrind at gmail.com or just go to contactpreptgrind.com. That's our uh, Facebook messenger. And make sure you save your seat. The free, and this is free. This is free to the public. So tag your friends, share it out. You guys seen the video going out. Um, so tag them, make sure they're there. Anybody who can benefit from this free, saying free webinar training on July 15th, Sunday, 12 noon, Make sure they're there. The title is the six key steps or our six key steps to making sure you get into physical therapy this cycle. All right, so link below, make sure you get it, whether you're on YouTube, podcast, uh, watching this on replay, because the seats are limited. Make sure you find your seats. And Ariana, thanks so much for taking time out of your day and joining us and sharing your incredible story. Um, you guys know where to find us, uh, preptgrind.com for everyone listening on the podcast. We will see you next time. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Pre-PT Success Program, a program designed to take pre-PT students and help them become excellent DPT school candidates without wasting years of frustration during the application process. To learn and master Pre-PT Grind's six-step process that will get you into physical therapy school, the Pre-PT Success Program is exactly what you have been looking for. Reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com, aka our Facebook Messenger. And thank you once again for joining us on this episode. We look forward to seeing you next week on the Pre-PT Grind podcast.